You're listening to This Foul Earth. It's just down here now. You can probably hear it already. Is that microphone going to be all right, man? Because once we turn this corner, it does get bloody loud, right? Right, so there it is. So, in 1995, the... Do you stand a bit closer? The government got a load of money from an EU small-town rejuvenation grant, right? It was some fund that they got set up for piss-all towns with nothing to do, right? Anyway, so the next town over, they got an indoor sports hall. Where my brother lives, they got money to do at the community centre. And we got this, right? We got a 40-foot-tall statue of, well, what would you call that? Like a Bavarian man in a lederhosen, solid steel, 40 foot tall, and it blasts umpire music 24 hours a day at 150 decibels. We were never consulted. They, they came and installed it, and before it started playing, we thought, what's this like? And then they turned the music on, and before anyone realizes what's going on, they buggered off. We waited an hour, two hours for it to stop playing, and it never did. And that was in 1995, right? It's been playing that music 24 hours a day ever since. I don't know why they thought we'd want it. I'd... Actually, should we go to my house? I can't hear myself think by you. I haven't been this close in a few years. This is the best we can do, even with the double glazing, you know? Well, um, yeah, so we complain to the government, we complain to the council, we complain to anyone who would listen, really. Um, the council said, you know, just give it time, you know, it'll reinvigorate the town, right? People will come from miles around to see your 40-foot-tall Bavarian umpire man. And a few people did come at first, but what few successful enterprises we did have for passing traffic, they were devastated. People didn't want to get a cup of tea or fill the car up with that blaring in the background. So we were told, you know, you get this 40-foot-tall Bavarian umpire man, and rather than rejuvenating the town, which was the whole point, you've actually had an increase in road accidents because people were distracted by it, and also they were trying to get through the town as quickly as possible. You know, we appealed to the UN, but they said it was a matter for local government. You know, we tried to say it was um, it was tantamount to torture, but you know, Kofi Annan loves umpire, doesn't he? Famously, so he didn't see it that way. Surprise, surprise. We camped out outside the Welsh Assembly, and they promised they'd sort it out, but they just sent us a bunch of lederhosen, and that was a slap in the face. Totally misunderstood what we were going for there. We only wore them a couple of days before we stuffed them up the woods, buried them. After two weeks, my parents left. I was. 26 at the time and they said just keep the house we don't want it and they moved in next door to my brother 40 years my dad was a wood turner and a carpenter at the garage out the back within a week of that thing coming in right he was gone cafe closed the pub clung on as long as it could the national over the road that went people started giving up on the town right so a few of us and that's all that was left after a little while it was me uh, Ken Twisp, who lived up on Brynavon Close, a few of the girls I worked with at the sorting office, right? and that's the other thing, there used to be a Royal Mail depot down the road, and those were good, you know, unionised jobs, and within six months that depot was gone, because, you know, we either couldn't sleep through it, 
and those of us that did manage to get some kip were so put off by it we hardly got anything done. So you had basically a full employment town that was you know a bit tatty and all that, and now you've got a 40 foot tall Bavarian umpire man, a tatty town, and nobody can get a job. Library closed, Gordon Studio closed, funeral home closed. We looked further afield, right? But once you've been exposed to that for 24 hours a day for months, when you get away from it, you're constantly on edge. You're waiting for it to start again. Len, Len Massey, God rest him, he was an architect. Well, he gets struck off because all the houses he designed start to look like tubers, don't they? So he takes a job as a car park attendant down the council offices. Well, somebody honked their horn on the way out and he had a heart attack. He thought the umpire man had followed him. Loads of people around here signed off with stress and what have you. We're powerless, right? I was there when they lowered Len Massey into the ground and they couldn't even play his favourite music because towards the end of his life the trumpets in it would set him off and a, a, sorry sorry about that that's another wonderful side effect of it right you spend 25 years hearing that and nothing else you find yourself living to the cadence of it you talk with it you make a cup of tea to the tune of it you know tea bag grab a spoon little stir and before you know it you've had the little pleasures in life taken away from you I feel like I've had my brain rewired, you know? Oh yeah, so anyway, um, we tried to unplug it, but we couldn't see where the power was coming from. We think it's like an underground main line, but fucked if we could get to it. We tried digging under it, but I wouldn't care to guess how far that thing goes down, you know, underground. They must have put deeper foundations in that than they did for Millennium Stadium. Well, Len's sister worked as a surveyor, so she came down with them. Um, ear defenders obviously and she brought this kit right to see how thick the, the steel was and she said it's solid it wasn't even a shell you know we tried angle grinding it we tried hammers the works nothing even put a dent in it we've been trying to do anything to bring some money into the town you know we tried uh, we tried making youtube videos you know those um those uk road rage videos we tried making some of them just sort of like rear-ending each other's cars and acting all pissed off at each other to try and get some money in but people kept downvoting the videos because of the fucking music in the background, you know? Lose the umpire music, they said. So that was a non-starter. We tried to get World's Strongest Man involved. We thought, if these boys can pull trailers with their teeth and God knows what, then between them, maybe they'd all like to pull down a 40-foot solid steel Bavarian umpire man. And maybe it'd be good for the town, you know? And they came. But then before you know it, they're arguing amongst themselves, all saying that they could do it by themselves. And the next thing, they're all trying to flip each other's cars, pulling them miles away from where they parked, and slapping each other's massive bellies. It was bloody childish, it was. It took us about a week to run them off. They were everywhere. They were just flexing around the town. They're a nightmare to organise, apparently, but we weren't to know that. You get strong men in town, and before you know it, they're going through your bins, they're picking you up, they're carrying you for miles, they're vermin. Strong men are vermin. I tried to burn it down about five years ago. Didn't even scuff the paint. We were trying to, we were trying to like cook the electronics inside it, maybe heat it up enough to melt a solder joint inside or crisp out the speaker. We were desperate. I think we knew deep down it wasn't going to work, but it was a last gasp, you know. And also, we all had so much pent up anger, we had to stand up for ourselves, you know. Molotov cocktails, homemade napalm, the whole thing was burning, and it smiled at us through the fucking flames. God knows what they made that thing from, and they. Forged it in the fires of hell. <laughs> Drove Ken Twist mad. You spoken to his missus? We were stood around watching it burn, and I heard a car barreling up behind us. He smashed his truck into the base of it. 
it went up in a massive fireball and I swear I saw him a second before impact and he had tears in his eyes. The fire lasted about an hour and then we realised it wasn't getting damaged at all but somehow the music was actually getting faster. Don't ask me how that works. So we're there now, we're trying to put the fire out then before it gets any faster again. And as I was there, trying to extinguish the fire, trying to save this fucking thing, I just felt completely and utterly defeated, you know? I look into its eyes and I feel like it's laughing at me. It's laughing at all of us. Ken Twist, Blair Massey, me, just laughing at us. Jean left now. She lives about two streets over. And she's always loved it. She loves the umpire music. So me and her don't really have much to say to each other. Can't sell up, though at this point I wouldn't want to, you know. That thing took everything from me. It took my job, it took my mates, it took the lot. I feel like I have to be here when it comes down, you know. I know it's daft, right? But one of us has to get taken out of here at the end of the day, and at this point I don't really care which one of us it is, you know. If anyone is listening to this, right, if anyone has any political clout, or they've got a vehicle or a machine, anything, that they think can destroy a 40-foot-tall Bavarian umpire man, please help us, right? There, there will be no one left one day, and that's the truth of it. Gene's getting on, and my blood pressure's not the best. There'll be nothing left here. There'll be nothing left here but him. And I can't have that. I can't let him win. I'm not telling you this so that he can be recorded for posterity. I'm telling you so that I can. Because nobody listened to us. 